Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we watched Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Indie music. Indie music. We are Hilton Pod and we are here to make a shit podcast. One, two, three, four. Are you making a different podcast today? I quite like our podcast. So, there. I've got one fan. And it is us. Yeah, what about the film, though? What do you guys uh, think of this one? Um, I really liked this film the first time I saw it. Um, and then I was told it was shit by loads of people, so I decided I didn't like it. And rewatched it and had a great time. Yeah, so... I this was probably my favourite movie for a long time. I could have probably got away with not watching it for the podcast and been fine. Mm. But I did anyway, because I wanted to rewatch it. I... Like. Yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no, that's pretty much it, yeah. I fucking hate this film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wh- why? You go first, then. Why do you hate it? It's literally every single thing about it. That's not... A, like, finally, the actor annoying. I find the character really fucking annoying, and, like, not in a good, cute way, just fucking irritating. <laughs> Oh yeah, now like, now that I'm in Boulder, I'm like, yeah, no, he's a shit guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like he's every... a total loser. That was that was something that I definitely yeah. realised this time watching it. And that's and that like it trying to like make it him endearing and nice just fucking irritated me. He's a horrible <laughs> person. They're all horrible people, and the film tries to make them out to be like nice. <laughs> and they're not. They're all terrible. They're all awful. Uh, I hate the editing style. Oh, I fucking hate it <laughs> so much. Oh, I that was one of the things I quite enjoyed about it. Yeah, I really like that. <laughs> so Because it's comic booky. Yeah, it, it's like the uh, graphic novel that it's based on. I do kind of want to watch the animated series that's just been brought out on Netflix because apparently they do kind of deviate quite a bit from the film as well. And it's like, Scott is a bit shit in that. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet because I've been waiting for us to record this episode first. <laughs> yes, I didn't want to confuse myself. No. It isn't that he's a shit person. It's that he's a shit person, but the film keeps telling you he's not that bad. Does it? I thought, like, isn't he constantly being told by other people that he's kind of a dick? Yeah, but yeah. then he gets rewarded every step of the way. I mean, he gets beaten up a lot. Yeah, and then he gets rewarded for doing the shitty things. That's well, no, the his reward is the girl and like the girl ain't yeah. all that. What? That's the girl is. That's the whole point of the girl. Yeah, but Who by the end vital. of it, he's kind of done. Like, she's not perfect either. It's not like she. she yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's like he has to learn to actually respect himself and not just be trying to get a girlfriend because he is lonely. <laughs> A shithead. And also, yeah. I didn't. I I'd always assumed. I think when watching this, he was like sixteen. No, he's like twenty. Yeah, no, he's twenty-two. 22. Twenty-two. So sad. So bleak. Like his whole like life is so bleak. Yeah. <laughs> like he's in this band that I guess isn't unsuccessful, but isn't successful either. Like they're clearly not making any money, and he's single. Shares a single bed flat 
with his roommate. And... Yeah, yeah, you mean his hypersexual gay roommate? Yeah, the that only wasn't gay great. character in the film who is hypersexual and sleeps with every straight man they can. That gay character, great. This film, by the way, it's great. <laughs> really fun watching it. Being constantly reminded that that is how people see it. It's fun. That's the two thousands. Yeah, the the gay stuff in this is really dated. It's fucking awful, and like it's shoved in your face. And it's shoved in your face in a way it's like, we're being progressive, isn't this funny? No. <laughs> yeah, it's, no. It's, that, it's that, like, we're aware of how this kind of, how we're making this a joke, even though it shouldn't be a joke. But it's like, no, you're still making it a joke by not develop. if you don't develop the character in any other way. Obviously, there's a lot of jokes where it's just like, and the punchline is gay, which is just 2010. It's great. It's great. Just 100% 2010. And then... But in like a... In an annoying, like, progressive way. Yeah, it's like... But they they missed out the bit where they're actually progressive. Like, they've yeah. told themselves that they're being progressive, but they didn't actually do anything, like, outside yeah. of the gate. The, the gay character doesn't really have any other... Yeah, role. they gave themselves a pat on the back for having a gay character. It's regardless that he's weirdly predatory fine that's fine <laughs> we use stereotypes ironically but we don't ever talk about them being stereotypes or why it's why they are no it's fine stop stop asking questions it just felt really just shit to watch <laughs> yeah it was weird because then like a lot of the other characters are incredibly like homoerotic in a lot of ways as well or like yeah. quite camp yeah but not quite given the same treatment yeah, it's um, yeah. So if you got, I mean, I, I, it's one of those ones where I kind of think everyone watched it, but if people haven't watched it, it's about a boy called Scott Pilgrim who has a dream about this girl called Ramona, and then he meets her and he's like, "Oh my god, I had a dream about you," and then she's like, "Um, here's my number," and then they start kind of seeing each other, and then it turns out she's got seven evil exes that he has to defeat in combat in order to date her. Yeah. And he's also dating a high schooler at the start too. Yeah, but yes. I mean, dating like they're not—they're not even getting together. Like they're like he's literally like spending time, like hanging out with her. Yeah, but it's, she's seventeen, so which is like in England is like, ugh, but also not illegal. But in the states, isn't that like? Oh, this I is, don't know. This is Canada. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what the Canada, rules are. Yeah, I also totally forgot that this was kind of this was Canada. Uh, um, yeah, set in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the sort of he hasn't kind of fully developed. As a person, yeah, I guess, and it's still in that mindset of, I guess, like you would be in a uh, high school. But he's not in high school. He's twenty-two. But no, he is twenty-two. <laughs> everyone and else is to... fine. Yeah, everyone else has uh, <laughs> grown up a lot more. But and like his ex-girlfriend not. isn't young. Like they they look like the same age, and her band's taken off, and she, he's kind of got left behind. Yeah. Um, but it's not like so. It's not like he's constantly fishing for young vulnerable girls or whatever but it is like it's so weird or it's like why why and how why is he dating a high schooler and why if he is dating a high schooler why is he dating a high schooler that's so immature that they're basically just holding hands it's it's because she's the only person that would find him cool because he's a fucking loser yeah i guess there is that yeah except ramona flowers ramona flowers also finds him cool for some reason. 
Yeah, yeah that was a it, bit that bothered really me. Isn't like, a why does she for her to like? <laughs> why does she like him, and what, what does she see in him that's like? But then it's like, well, her self esteem is so low because of all the shit she goes through. That yeah, maybe all she sees in him is someone who wants to be with her, and that's attractive enough. Yeah, someone different who doesn't seem like an arsehole from the get go, but but he does seem like an arsehole is. from the get go. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> He seems quite dorky, doesn't he? But then... He's an arsehole in the opposite direction. He, like, finds out... She should have cottoned on to, like, the whole knives... Oh, yeah, they, the Asian yeah, the character Asian is called knives. knives Chow. Yep. Yeah. Which is also just quite weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where you're like, it's comic booky, I guess, but it's still weird. It's still, like, kind of kind of racist. <laughs> It's very Cho Chang from Harry Potter, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like comic booky, so I get that way you could say it's okay. Well, it's it's yeah, tokenistic sort of stereotype, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but like everyone else um, gets a normal name. Everyone else just gets a name. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like everyone else gets a normal. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's fucking odd. Um, the only thing that I can sort of think of is when I was at school. I did go to school with quite a lot of. Um, kids from hong kong just because our school had like a a link uh to hong kong mm. um and one thing that you do have to do when you move over to england is sort of choose your name yeah um however seemingly you're not given a lot of guidance mm. so there were stand like yeah 17 like you know 15 16 year olds like people they'd come over at any age like high school age but I remember there was like a a, a rainbow. That's a sick name. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a bad name, but it is like a very much a chosen name. Like no one, for the most part, names their kid that. Yeah. Um, and like all sorts of like quite el- like old people names. Like there was an Edwin and. Love that. It just felt but weird. Knives, you'd think, wouldn't be on that list. Considering like that isn't her personality. She's not. Yeah, like it's not. Edgy. She's not like into butterfly knives, Allah. Like the um, the little kid from. Uh, oh, Hit Girl. Yeah, from Hit yeah. Girl. From Kid She really likes like, knives. She's not like edgy in any way. No. So there's no reason for her to be like, yeah, knives is a cool nickname. Maybe it's the same irony as Pilgrim, who's never really gone anywhere or done anything. Yeah, that's true. But then at the end um, of the film, she has knives. <laughs> Yeah. This would be a fine argument, <laughs> fine conversation if at the end of the film her chosen weapon wasn't knives. <laughs> knives yeah. uh, with with a long scarf attaching them both. It kind of kind of falls the sort of conversation around that kind of falls apart by the end of the film. Yeah, I think that's that's the kind of issues that you're trying to we're trying to apply some logic and standards to a co- like a, a graphic novel adapt- yeah. adaptation rather than a original film yeah exactly Uh, especially one where a plot point is just hey this kid just happens to be the best fighter in toronto as well but like can fight loads of people (laughs) but that isn't something you can fix in the writing like they had Hmm. to rewrite they didn't just take the comic book and tell the actors to play it out they had to rewrite it oh yeah storyboard you can fix stuff in the writing oh if a teenage um, 
boys are anything to be believed, which I, looking back, highly doubt. Apparently the books are better? Well, the book is better? Um, I, I think they. I think the books detail. take place over a slightly longer period of time. Yeah, that, I mean that's always going to be the case, isn't it? Because yeah. like they have to cram quite a lot Put in the unless they want to make it the, the 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 three evil exes. Yeah, <laughs> would, would make it less infuriating. Anyway, so so back to the the story. So yeah, he's Scott is dating a seventeen year old, a twenty two year old, who is just kind of weirdly obsessed with him in like a hero worship kind of way yeah it's like she thinks he's the coolest ever yeah mm. and it's fucking weird the rest of it but his band hate it especially the drummer she's great that yeah, was one thing that was brilliant. like kind of good is that they what yeah also massive crush on her she is yep excellent <laughs> um but yeah that was one thing that i think is a redeeming feature is that his the fact that he has a 17 year old high school girlfriend isn't like accepted by everyone is okay yeah everyone is constantly just... pointing out that it's very weird and not good yeah like even his sister his sister's friend who's played by aubrey plaza who is fucking brilliant as well yeah, yeah no no one likes the fact that he is dating her yeah it's also um thingamajig isn't it uh, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick yeah. in this, which was just like, oh yeah, she she did all the films before Pitch Perfect. <laughs> this film is one of those films that Anna Kendrick doesn't know she's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Twilight. <laughs> yeah, it feels like if you brought this up oh, to she her, she'd really be like, in Twilight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's in one scene. I think the have been have been in Twilight and trying to forget is like the staple for most of the actors that were in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, but they're trying was in to Twilight, forget. but wish I wasn't. They're trying to forget. It feels like she just has. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. She's surprised every time she watches it. But I can, I can fully see her not remembering being in this. Yeah, well, I'd totally forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, so... He's just, like, kind of deals with being with knives and how... It is... It's also very strange that they really hammer home the point that they haven't done anything yet. Yeah, well, I guess it's like yeah. he's not. They're trying to be like, no, he's because it would. I, I, well, let's let's find out what is the age of consent in Canada. Weird thing to be googling, but okay. <laughs> as yeah, as a twenty-seven-year-old, yeah, yeah do, six, no, sixteen, <laughs> sixteen. And same it's thing like from... a it's like a Catholic school as well that she's from. So th- that's another reason why, why he's just like, yeah, we almost held hands once, and it's like. Yeah, so so it's 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 one, but that's probably one for like the, maybe it's for the American audience because they are very strict about it being in most states as an eighteen and up. So maybe they were like, we better toe the line here. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. It's just, it felt yeah. really funny. They had to keep, yeah, <laughs> keep doing that. So that I don't think that was for Can- Canadian audiences' benefit. I think that was that was for the states, yeah. so that they don't know people being like, he's a rapist. I mean, yeah, predatory. If like I guess, but at the same, I don't know. It's like one of the things. Like the reason the age of consent, I think, is sixteen. Is like at sixteen, you can make those kind of choices, and you're gonna make those kind of choices regardless of the age of consent. Frankly, I think I know. I think it is that relationship between him and knives is definitely predatory, because he is only dating her because he she looks treats him like a with like hero worship eyes. Yeah, she actually sees him as a cool person. It's not because he like she likes him as a 
as a person. He she likes yeah, the image of him. Yeah, and he doesn't even seem to like her much. That's the no, no. Yeah, that, he, that's he's what I mean. For the sake of it, yeah. <laughs> like it's predatory. He he's dating her because she like pumps up his ego. Yeah, she pays attention to him, and so yeah, he, it's yeah. manipulative. I wouldn't. Oh yeah, I wouldn't say it's necessarily predatory. Doesn't feel like the right word because he's really not forcing her or trapping her into anything she doesn't want. But he's definitely like misleading her. Yeah. Mm. And like leading her on and obviously then cheats on her. Even though it's like they say they're dating, but they're not really. They are in like a seventeen year old. In like a In like a uh, maybe a twelve year old way. You're like, in, no, in out. like a really sheltered seventeen year old way. Yeah, they are. Because she's sheltered. That's also really important. She's really sure. She's like she didn't yeah. know music was a thing until, like, she didn't know any good bands existed until she met him. Mm. Like she's really sheltered. Yeah, I remember getting into music quite a lot later than some of my peers and being like, oh, yeah, okay. same here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I grew up mostly listening to classical music with my grandmother and playing the flute. Yeah. You get into music, but in like hardcore kind of way, not in like a casual kind of way. <laughs> you got into competitive music before you got into casual music. You're like, wait, music can be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought music was fun. I thought playing the flute was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still, I say I still do. I, I've played it this year, which I think is better than last year. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it the American Pie episode that influenced you to pick up the flu again? <laughs> no. Um, Good. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, I, the thing is, like, I do enjoy playing the flute, but I also live in a block of flats, and I'm like, am I pissing it's people wild. off by playing it's the flute? Wild. Like, I can play it quietly, but it is still mute. Like, it's still loud. Quite, yeah, it's still quite loud. Piercing. Um, I, yeah, well, when, in my final year of uni, I, I couldn't play my flute at all because, like, I'd just get yelled at by someone like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's dating knives. He then finds Ramona. He, he dreams about Ramona. Yeah, yeah, he dreams about her, but it's because he's got a subspace highway running through his head. So she was yeah. just using it for convenience. That's just a thing. So she's like, yeah, no, whatever. He He finds out about her and then she's a like Amazon delivery person so he orders something from Amazon to get her to uh come to his house basically. Yeah, which is really weird. Yeah. He also at this point gets the email about the uh seven exes yep. and it's like he's only vaguely chatted to her at a party. They're not actually dating or anything yet. But it's just Im- immediately already gotten into that. Not that he reads the email. He just skims it. No. Also, it's very lucky that he she is the only working Amazon delivery person yeah. in the area. I mean, it's a good job it wasn't DPD. It would have been fucking launched <laughs> across the yard and into the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sort of the way he jumps out of the window when Knives comes around, but the other way around. Exactly, yeah. just absolutely twatting your delivery through a window. And just placed on top of a full bin within a mile radius of your uh, house. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> We once had a DPD delivery driver. It wasn't like, it was closer to our old address than our current address. (laughs) We were just like, how is that? It was like, they dropped a pin on where they left it. And it's not, it it was just like, it was so far away. (laughs) We're like, how does that count as delivered? 
That's the nearest safe place. It's Birmingham. <laughs> well, it was a lady. It was this random lady's house, and we'd be like, "We think you have our package." <laughs> I have to be very because I live in like quite tucked away. Like my address is quite hard, genuinely quite hard to find now. I yeah. have to leave very like all caps instructions. <laughs> and like I swear half the time they still don't read it until they try and find the Oh no, they never read them. No. <laughs> it's the same with like Deliveroo and Uber Eats and that. I like watching them on the little screen. And I like clocking the moment where they read the instructions and go and actually find the the entrance that's actually unlocked and not all these locked side gates that you cannot get through. And just watch them do a little U-turn and then come back. So you still want to complain, don't you? You've not got it out of your system yet. No, I just, I just don't. I can't stand this film. It was irritating watching it. I, I like apart from that, like how depressing it is that he's twenty-two. Um, I really liked the the band aspect of it. Like they're getting, they're going to these gigs and like the music the, was the amp versus amp, and yeah, and the way that the music was like played and the choice of music, I thought was really good. Yeah, yeah, and actually incorporated into the story as well. Like the first battle of the bands is. Uh... It's real good too. Like when he's so at that point, he's essentially met Ramona properly, and she said she'll come with him to the Battle of the Bands. Yeah. Um, and Wallace keeps telling him to break up with the knives, but he doesn't, and they're both there. Oh wait, before before that is uh, when he goes to her place for some reason, and she offers him lots of different types of tea, and then they get in bed together. Yeah. That's the whole scene. I I'm not going to list the types of tea. I don't remember them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's just um. Oh, that's quite. That's a very. It feels like a very twenty tens uh, manic pixie dream girl like quirky to have lots of different tea. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. now she'd just have boba tea. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, does manic? Does the because she is the ultimate manic pixie dream girl. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does that trope still exist? Don't know because I've stopped reading YA novels. I don't know. You say it in YA novels. There's a lot of like films aimed at adults that have manic pixie dream girls in them. Yeah, but like thinking about it, I can't think of any for a while. I guess since John Green stopped writing, he's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fair though. Um... I mean, there was that one he did about the manic pixie dream girl not being worth it, and then they made the movie of it and. Changed the message so he still got with her or something. It's weird. Oh, is that Paper Towns? Yeah. I I didn't watch the film. Yeah. We should do um, The Fault in Our Stars at some point, though. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the first first battle of the bands. I like the band that goes on before them, Crash and the Boys, where it's just got like an eight year old kid on the drums. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the song just being incredibly short as well. Good joke. Yeah. Um, well, it's like one of the band members, one of the like actual band members, hmm. really cares about the band doing well, and the other ones don't really seem to care that much. Yeah, yeah. The lead singer Stephen's just like he's fucking like having freaking a breakdown out. every yeah. time they have a, a chance to do anything. Hmm. He's like mid breakdown constantly. Yeah. But yeah, they go on stage. They go yeah. on stage because Scott sees that Knives and Ramona are about to start talking. He's like, shit, we need to play right now. Yeah, um, this is currently cheating. Yeah, and Knives passes out, luckily, and misses the fact that Matthew Patel bursts through the ceiling and they fight. Yeah, they have a fight because yeah. 
She is the he is the first of the evil exes. Yep. And it's I mean, the thing that's so bizarre is like they're evil exes. She only dated but... him for like a week and a half yeah. as well in the backstory. In school. Um, <laughs> it does, it, again, it goes into like the whole like we weren't the cool kids, but we beat all of the cool kids. Yeah. In that sort of self wanky way. <laughs> yeah. But there's this thing that like alt kids and and like emo kids do if they don't grow up properly um if they don't grow up out of that like mentality is they do the whole like i wasn't cool in school uh i was a weird one i was a freaky like oh <laughs> 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 uh. grow the fuck up and realize all of us were awful yeah there yeah. is no Every, redemption in high there. school <laughs> like even <laughs> everyone the in high school was awkward and fucking shitty. hated themselves <laughs> yeah Everyone at that kind of, you know, late teens, early 20s age posted GIFs of Scott Pilgrim on their Tumblr. It was normal, okay? <laughs> oh, God, Tumblr. Yeah, I was that kid. I'm still well, a kid. Well, I say kid, I'd have been fucking 20 at that point on my... Well, I'm st- I'm still I, I, I was 18 when this came out, actually. Still have a Tumblr. It's, it's bankrupted multiple companies. <laughs> <Big fan. laughs> it's, a, it's a hostile social media to any company trying to buy it. Mm. I'm trying to find a recent thingy film, Manic Pixie Dream Girl film, but nothing's really coming There's up. There's so many, which is good. Which is a good thing. Tropes should go away. Yeah. yeah. Um, you very rarely get the Manic Trixie, uh, Manic Trixie <laughs> Manic <boy>. Trixie Dream <laughs> puppy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. The only one of them we should ever have is the Manic Trixie, Manic Pixie Dream puppy. <laughs> okay, someone's <laughs> listed her. As the manic pixie dream yes. girl, which I guess is le- <laughs> leaning on 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 the the, the, the dream sort of. No, I love that. Love that that a robot is a manic pixie dream. This AI is a manic pixie dream girl. Um, and then something called Barefoot. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Is that the one where Leonardo DiCaprio won an Oscar for? <laughs> it was solely about the bear's foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're never going to get through this film. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. This list might not be the the best. This is on um, IMDb of Manic Pixie Green Dream Girl movies. Bridesmaids. <laughs> I don't. They just went any woman with any kind of unique. <laughs> yeah, film with a woman in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hot tub time machine. Maybe I don't. I've never. Oh, I don't seen know. It. I can't remember. Oh, I, yeah. I watched that one in the cinema when it Night came out. The, I think Night of the, the Museum Two. Yeah, we should maybe yeah, we get back to fuck that mummy. I don't know. We should maybe get to Scott Pilgrim because like we're just not going to finish talking about this film. Yeah, we're not that far through it. Oh yeah. No. He, anyway, he, he defeats Matthew Patel. Yeah. Um, um, by um, throwing a symbol at him, and by yeah. proxy, the uh, Crash and the boys get just fucking evaporated, so they win the battle of the bands. Win by default. Yeah. Yeah. Best way to win. win. Yeah. Mm. Um, so then he's got Scott's got um, Ramona coming around tonight, so he needs Wallace out. But Wallace is going out anyway because Lucas Lee is in town filming uh, his next big action movie, which I would love to see all of the fake movies from this. Um, yeah. Actually, no, if there are anything like the next episode we're recording, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, okay, oh, then sure has blue. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's the that is that 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 manic pixie quirky. Thing of yeah. like, um, I change my hair every ten days. Get used, yeah. to, it. used to it. Yeah, 
So like, that's so bad for your hair. Yeah, like that's really not good yeah, for your that's, hair. That's gonna destroy your hair. So the one thing that I remember being really funny in the graphic novels is that they're all in black and white, and that joke is in there, and it just has a little bubble in the corner that's like, "This is printed in black and white, so it won't actually work." Hmm. hmm. That's quite funny. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, I'm glad they kept that in because that's probably like a favorite, a fan favorite joke, like running yeah. joke that she's changing her hair, but it's just grey. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to tell the difference in the books. But I want to know how it worked when they reprinted it in colour, because that's just going to lose the joke. Um, yes, they just get rid of the joke. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's kind of... She's going to be has bold. Ramona around. By the time she's 30, <laughs> she's going to be bold. Yeah, no hair. Yeah, he has Ramona around. They have garlic bread. Um, he's written a song about her. Creepy. And then straight and isn't it just her name over and over? Yeah, it's just yeah. Ramona. Yeah. Why is she still there? Why is yeah. she still there? <laughs> Run. Uh, <laughs> um and then they go out to um yeah, meet Wallace who is watching Lucas Lee. And would you guess Lucas Lee is her second evil ex boy? Well, uh, how old ex. is he in this? How old is his character? Yeah, I think he's a <laughs> <laughs> a bit Is... older. Also, I love this era of Chris Evans just playing an absolute cunt before he became Captain America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's he he kind of plays a real good douchebag for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he's very con- and like the awful chin strap beard is just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. He's, oh yeah, he like perfect what, um, for this role. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim like freaks out because she says something about his hair and like that's what his ex did right before she broke up with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um but what I liked about this one is that it like <laughs> the the evil ex has like a bit more way more like characterization because he's got his stunt doubles. Yeah, the stunt doubles. Fight all the stunt doubles, so like the fight scene was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they all look character? quite similar, but not quite, not quite right. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. And he's like, this is my favorite one. I let him do the wide shots sometimes. <laughs> and they're just beating him up with skateboards. Yeah. Just absolutely. Bit. I I do like the the sort of like the them beating the shit out of Scott, and it pans away while he's like just looking at his phone, and then when it pans back, Scott's standing there, and everyone else is just knocked out. Yeah. And yeah, he realizes he can't beat him in a fight, so he asks if he can do a grindy thingy down the stairs, which are really icy. Yeah. Um. So he ends up just grinding down so fast that he explodes into coins at the bottom. Because yeah, whenever anyone, I don't, I, I don't think they die. Apparently, they just respawn at their house. Hmm. But whenever they're defeated, they just explode into coins. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it does say defeated and not murdered. Dead. Yeah, yeah. It's knockout, not <laughs> straight up this, kill. Again, like the, the, the again with the comics as well. Like the comics, it's way more obvious. But in the film, like you're immediately, hmm. you have to suspend a lot of disbelief and just go along with like the. The physics of this world not making yeah. sense, and you don't. It doesn't have to make sense. Like the whole exactly. highway, highway through his brain thing that comes up once. Yeah, it's just like that kind of nonsense that you're like, okay, that's just the world we're in. Fair. Like Scott is this fucking weedy twenty-two year old who can beat the shit out of a bunch of stunt doubles in a fight. We just got to accept that. I've forgotten who the rest of the evil exes are. Uh. He well, uh, he encounters, um, you know, the Katie? girl. One. Oh, I think it's no Roxy. Yeah, he encounters yeah. Roxy, and she's like, "I'll get you next time." And then it turns out they've got a, um, they've 
they're opening for Clash at Demonhead, which is Envy Adams' band, who is Scott Pilgrim's ex. Also uh, very hot. Captain Marvel, yeah. So second, is she? Oh, uh, is that who that yeah, is? It's Brie Larson, yeah. <laughs> second, well, in, in this film, he, he, so he fights Captain America and then fights um, Superman, who is dating Captain Marvel. Because, yeah, it turns out that Envy is dating this guy called Todd. Ramona also dated him, so when they're at the uh, show, they kind of realise, and he is the next evil ex. And he's a vegan and has vegan powers. He does, because, yeah, that that was um odd, but okay. <laughs> I can confirm not a thing. It's because you're not a high enough level vegan yet. <laughs> but I'm so high level, I don't even eat honey. <laughs> I had to get gross cough syrup this week because the only other one apparently in the shop had honey in it and Jim was like, we can't. Oh, so no. we didn't want to buy that. So I had Bronco stock with like marshmallow root and it looks <laughs> genuinely like um, a film producer's idea of like what disgusting medicine should look like for a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like it's brown and viscous. Ugh. I mean, honey is an odd one, right? Because like, is it that unethical? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, are you a bee? Good point. <laughs> I am not a bee. <laughs> so, oh yeah, during this time, Knives has um, been spying on them, dyed her hair, and then starts dating young Neil, and then Todd is that much of a douchebag that he punches the colouring out of Knives' hair, because she's freaking out over Envy Adams as well. Yeah. So they end up fighting. I do like the uh, the base battle bit that they have they also have this like uh the the like ramona and scott have to have like is it at this point they have the talk where it's like did you cheat on me with knives and he's like no i cheated on knives with you and she's no i think kind of like that's that's later that's a lot later on yeah 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 that's like the end of the film yeah (laughs) but yeah he scott makes him break his veganism by thinking really hard about which cup he put Soy milk in, and which one he put normal milk in, and the the vegan one of the one of the, one of, the um, <laughs> one of your vegan powers is telepathy. Yeah, telepathy, um, telekinesis, all sorts of <laughs> shit. Um, but it's his third strike because he's eaten chicken and gelato. Um, and I, yeah, I, I just love like, the line yeah, of <laughs> gelato is a vegan, vegan. It's milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> 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 uh, and then you get that awful line of he once were a vegan and now you will be gone. Yeah, that that line was uh <laughs> is that lifted straight from the comic book cuz I feel like it has Yeah, to be, I think so. Cuz it is so yeah. awful. <laughs> uh, no offense, but it sounds like something you would come up with. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah the so... um the song that she that they sing as well is really good. Like she seems mm. like a Really good, like rock star. Yeah, frontman. Black sheep. Like. Yeah, black sheep. Yeah, black sheep is the best song in this film. Mm. Like to the point where I think I listen to it. Cause I don't really hate the film. I actually listen to that song separately. <laughs> yeah. A good song. Yeah, yeah. That 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 whole sequence is. I I do like that. Moving on to Evil X number four, because Scott keeps saying ex boyfriends as well, and she always corrects him to exes. And they they go to a club, the number four club, because the numbers come up every single time. There's going to be one of them. And Scott's just being an absolute dick. And then, yeah, Roxy is here to beat the shit out of him. Does he actually fight her, or does Ramona fight her? 
So Ramona fights her because he doesn't want to fight her, and then um, yeah, because she's a girl. It ends up that Ramona has to like essentially control Scott to make him fight a Roxy. Because the rules um, are, it needs to be. Scott, yeah, it has to be it? him. Yeah, yeah, he has to defeat them. Yeah. Then at one point while he's downed, she's like, "Yeah, her weak point's the back of her knees," and he touches her there, and she basically comes to death. It's so yeah, that was weird. I hate it. No, it was unfortunate. Yeah, Very I, I weird. Um, yeah, I'd actually already blocked that out from my memory until you said that. Just then. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. Considering the whole setup of she, like Roxy is a lesbian and uh, Ramona's defenses, it was a phase. Yeah. To then have yeah, that, that be how the fight ends is really weird. Yeah, it's not. None of it's dealt with very well. Like it's fine to have a phase. Like that's not. Yeah. To to discount and it's like, but one that I can imagine. Obviously, it's like if this was real, but it, it couldn't be. But how exhausted Ramona must be by having to explain this anytime she like. I guess it sounds like looks at her, makes eye contact with a bloke across a room seems to be enough to get the evil exes out. Oh, it's only because she's dating Gideon before yeah. this that the evil exes are that, that that becomes a thing. This is the first time. Yeah, this is the oh, first time the this first has happened one? because oh, because right. Gideon wants to like basically keep her to himself because he's yeah. just a twat. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The it's, next ones oh, are the Katianagi yeah. twins. Who happen to be who Sex Bob are up against in the next battle of the bands, but it's Amp versus Amp, and they just have like such a puny setup next to this fucking wall of amps. I yeah. can't imagine a worse experience going to see a show. No, like two different songs playing at different volumes at the same time would be awful. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem cause... like it's it's good for anyone. Like even if you're really good, like why would you want to have your background be another band playing yeah but also like no you couldn't play off of each other as a full band without like knowing the other band relatively well yeah especially like the style of music and because it's not like a band against a band it's essentially two djs yeah who are like live mixing against a full band yeah sort of pet shop boys can't make that sound good. No. <laughs> and I can't imagine standing in the middle. I I just wouldn't. I'd have to leave. Yeah, it would be. Oh, it's like so. At my work at the minute, they have this ice skating rink that plays separate Christmas music to the Christmas music playing around all the other speakers. Awful. So at yeah. several points in the shop, you can just hear two different Christmas songs at the same time, and I want to kill myself with it. Awful. <laughs> Especially if like if you're seeing That's two too, bands too as well. many if Christmas music staff to listen yeah. to. If you're in the front line of one of them, if you're at the front of one of those bands, the other band's going to be so quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you're kind of like, okay, I guess. Every... It just feels like a really bad way to do, like, a band against a band. Mm. Yeah, but it's taking Battle of the Bands a little too literally. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it's literally just for the setup of having the cool light monsters yeah. fight each yeah, other yeah. In, in this. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And um, Ramona is here, and she's got green hair now, and she is with yeah. Gideon again because. Her and Scott had an argument, and oh, like, no. she was like, "Oh, I thought you were a good guy, but you're just as much of a dick as everyone else." She gets it. <laughs> yep, she gets yeah. it, and he doesn't. She saw through that I'm just a good guy persona. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it that, turns that's out the bit that where she's like that. <laughs> um, 
yeah, when she finds out that she he didn't break up with knives. She's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's shitty. Yeah. Like there's there's it's absolutely okay to fall in love with someone else while you're seeing someone, but you break up with that person immediately. You do not lead them on while you are pursuing someone else. Yeah. yeah. Especially when he wasn't going to do it as well. Yeah, exactly. It took a lot of pushing for him to actually break up with knives. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so, like, cruel as well. Because he's like, he doesn't want to be the bad guy, but it's like, dude, that ship has sailed. You're already the bad guy. There's no yeah. way you can't... It's impossible to break up with someone and not hurt their feelings. Yeah. And also, like, does he think he's the good guy in this situation? <laughs> And it's it's like, one of those things where it's like that's a bit of growing up as well is realizing that sometimes there isn't a way you come out of this being okay and being like the the good person. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't always you can't always be right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he so they manage to defeat the Katyanagi twins, and um, Scott gets a life, which is a little animate Scott Pilgrim floating by his head, and he picks that up, and that'll be important later. Yeah. Um, and he tells Ramona how he feels, and she's like, "No, I'm, I'm with Gideon." And he and Gideon signs um, the band, and he's like, "No, I'm, I'm not going to be a part of the band if you're with him." And everyone else is like, "That's all right. We'll okay, have fine. the other guy on base." Yeah, there's young Neil. Yeah, <laughs> he knows all the parts. It's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, because I mean, he's be the bassist, and they're a rock band, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't have, and it isn't complicated bass. There's no bass riffs, really. No. Yeah. Um, Isn't there a joke at one point where it's like you played the same note that entire song, and they're like, "No, you only it. played one note that whole song." Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Scott essentially has nothing because um, the band's gone off to be signed by this big label. Ramona's gone back to her ex, and Wallace basically encourages him to fight Gideon. So he does the quick getting ready thing, apart from the slow. Shoelace, shoelace tying bit. Mm. Um, and he goes to the Chaos Theatre, which is where uh, Gideon is, and sees that Sex Bob and are playing there. And yeah, Gideon's just being a being a dick, and he's like, "Oh, you want to fight me for her?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he earns the power of love, which is a sword. Yeah. And there's a big fight. Knives ends up yeah joining the fight as well, like, but she's fighting Ramona. Yep, because Ramona yeah. took. Took Scott from her. Scott yeah. from her. And it's at this point that he finally tells the truth about the overlap of the relationship. And while he's doing that and, yeah, saying that, Gideon sneaks up behind him and stabs him and he dies. Yep. But he got that life. Got an extra life. I remember thinking that was, like, the coolest, like, not plot twist, but, yeah, plot device yeah. ever. Like, it would have been film. good if he got that extra life a little bit earlier in the film. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's really not that long <laughs> after. That well, the first, in the, first, the first time you watch it, though, yeah, I guess you don't really think of it as anything other than a little throwaway reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, once you've seen it again and you know what, it's, video what it means. Yeah, because there's loads yeah. of other... Like, you know, the coins, for example, that they think never come back as, like, he needs coins for whatever... Yeah. Um. So there's. I think it works better as like obviously the first time round. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But yeah, he like Ramona talks to him when he's dead, and it turns out she's got like a microchip in the back of her neck, which Gideon uses to get in her head. Yeah. 
And she's like, maybe I'm not the one you should be fighting for. And then he realizes and he uses his extra life and comes back. Speeds through everything that we saw <laughs> happen from that point again. And then, yeah, when he's like, oh, you want to fight me for her? He's like, no, I want to fight you for me. And earns the power of self-respect, which is a slightly cooler sword. And I guess, yeah, it's like, well done, but also yeah. big whoop. <laughs> yeah, you, you've you've realised that you need to be a person and like yourself instead of just chasing girls all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah so don't seek your validation from other people. Yeah, Do things exactly. that you're proud of. Um, so he kind of tell like, he knows Knives is going to jump out, so he kind of talks to them, he's like, look, I fucked up, like, you know. And so they all, like, beat the shit out of Gideon. And Scott kicks him in the face and he explodes into coins. And yeah. the the band are just like, oh shit, <laughs> our new record label's just all gone and they're just scraping up as many coins as they could. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah. not how record labels work. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not one guy. Yeah. But then what? it turns out, because Scott was such a dickhead, there is now nega scott who is the opposite version of scott the evil scott pilgrim who's just which is another like game reference because there's always like dark link and that kind of stuff yeah exactly because yeah. there's that bit in when they're playing the like dancing game earlier on he's like oh i can never defeat this guy and it's like yeah the opposite version of the the main character in that game yeah um foreshadowing and then I believe. yeah yeah um, but it's then it kind of cuts to them leaving and they're just chatting to each other and they're like, oh, we've got a lot in common, actually. Like, you know. <laughs> um. I always felt like it was heavily implied they made out. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me, like, thinking that if I was left alone with myself, yeah. that's what I'd do. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone who doesn't I've think f- they okay. would <laughs> is lying. Oh, this okay. Film... Well, you're a liar. Uh, this, this film wouldn't. I mean, this film wouldn't give up the opportunity to be homophobic again. So there is that. <laughs> I don't think this film would would imply anything. <laughs> I guess yeah. Subtleties isn't one of this film's strengths points. No. Strong no. strengths points. Strong points. <laughs> strength, strength points. Talking isn't strength one points. of my strengths points. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she she goes to leave, and Knives is like, "No, like you wanted her. Just just go after Ramona. You you don't have to be after me. I get it." Yeah. So he so goes after Ramona and they go off together. The 17-year-old girl is more mature than the 22-year-old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably true in a lot of aspects. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's the end of the film. They go into a door that's just in the middle of nowhere and that's the end. Cool. Yeah, I... Look, talking about it with Mikey was a lot less fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, I really... Yeah, I didn't have a... Apart from, like, seeing it in the light of Scott being a total loser rather than, like, everything just being really cool that I did when I was a teenager, like, I still enjoyed the film. Yeah, I, st- um, I still really enjoyed watching it again. But I right. I didn't feel like... I, f- I didn't feel like they were shoving it down my throat that Scott's a good person. I thought they were actually quite repeatedly saying, no, he's, a- he's an idiot and a dick, and he's not doing the right thing. Yeah. Um... But he kept getting rewarded for it. I think that's what bothers me. Is it was like it wasn't well, actually stuff keeps on kind of going wrong for him up until he earns that self respect. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like he, no, it doesn't. He still has like he has 
everyone around him. No one actually stops talking to him, no matter how much of a dick he is. Ramona's still always in love with him. Knives is consistently in love with him. Like, the only thing that goes wrong with him is he has to fight the exes. That's it. There's the, like, he gets, like, no matter what he does, everyone's still fine with him. That's what I mean. (laughs) There's no, like, we should probably, you should probably deal with this problem. It's like, eh. Yeah, it's fine that you date a 17-year-old and Ramona's still in love with you no matter what you do to her. Fine. That's what I mean by he gets rewarded because he just doesn't get properly punished for it. he doesn't get punished, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's the difference of, like, being rewarded versus the consequences just being delayed. And, yeah, like, every character is just perfectly fine with the main character being terrible. Well, they're not perfectly fine with it, but they also don't see it as their job to, like, take a stand against it. Yeah, I suppose every, everyone I else is like, is like that bit more grown up that they're like, well, he needs to deal with this himself. Because even the drama, like he, it's like, oh, he used to date her, and and broke up, and it's like, oh, and she's fine, and then she's just fucking shooting daggers at him. Yeah, but even like, but, yeah. Ramona is in love with him throughout the mm. film, in like a, the weird pixie dream girl way. Yeah, but I don't know if she's no in love with him, but she's like curious be. about like she's she's not put off with by his behaviour when she should have been. There's but no I think that talks to her like low self esteem and potential trauma of having been brain chip controlled. But like at no point does she apart from with Gideon, she doesn't really have low self esteem. She's awkward, but she doesn't like she's not detrimental to herself. She never compares herself properly to his ex. Like, she seems pretty self-assured up until Gideon. Yeah. She, if she was, like, if she met his ex and was like, wow, your ex is so cool, this is really wild, this is unfair, but because she doesn't get any real character development, she just kind of exists during that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it just, it just felt, I just don't like this film in, like, the weirdest way. Yeah, I, I find it more forgivable, I think, than you do. Like, it doesn't, like her as a character like it doesn't bother me like i still found it quite entertaining um it didn't yeah. bother me so much that i didn't enjoy watching it it's it's probably just because i don't because i don't like the film i'm gonna sit and pay attention to all the bits of the film that i don't <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like when you <laughs> Get that. have you ever like if you've decided to break up with someone and you just then have to focus on everything you find annoying about them to like keep yourself resolute yeah. And it turns out that it's actually everything. <laughs> it's like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I shouldn't talk about the film in detail with people is what I'm learning. It, Yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like not supposed to be serious. And I feel like you're expecting the plot to punish and reward in a logical way when very little of this that... film is logical. But anyway? that's standard story. I think, I think it's also down to the point of like this is a manic pixie dream girl story. This is yeah. main character can kind of do whatever he wants, mm. and the manic pixie dream girl will always be there until the plot says otherwise. Like d- there is no reason for her to be around him other than she's the manic pixie dream girl. Well, she... that, yeah, and that that's one of the that's the whole issue with the manic pixie dream girl, isn't it? Is that they for some reason are interested in yeah. They're both interested and aloof with the main the man the main character who kind of doesn't deserve any kind of that attention. And I think that 
fundamentally bothers me about this film and it's not but it it feels like it's like telling me it's doing it ironically and it's not <laughs> like it's not making any effort to deviate from it i don't know i just i don't just don't get I on guess with it's this hard film. to have a main character mm. and have it still be kind of fun and upbeat enough to watch well if you don't at least try and make them not they don't have to be like lovable but at least tolerable yeah otherwise it would like, be a very very awkward watch i just don't think i find him tolerable i don't think that yeah. that I, I don't think i deal well with that kind of person no. yeah and i um the... yeah i don't know having like been a, a like 17 year old girl that hung out with boys that were older like yeah you can like you can see that like that they do feel really cool and then as an adult now i'm like no they were actually probably just as clueless and in some ways emotionally even more immature than the 17 year old girls yeah because if they were more mature they wouldn't be hanging out with the 17 year olds well yeah yeah because um, that's the thing is when you're when you're like 17 and 22 year olds are cool and older and then when you're 22 and you're like why are you hanging out with 17 year olds the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know, because I've only ever done it one yeah, one direction. I didn't really have many friends that were younger than me. That's what I mean, because it's weird. <laughs> but if you know someone with those kinds of friends, it, they, it's odd. It's for a reason. Hmm. I Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just sort of, yeah, emotional maturity. Like, it comes in peaks and troughs for people in waves, where it's like some people will... Yeah. And you can be grown up in certain ways of, like... The idea of being grown up, it's not really a thing, but yeah. it's like you might want to hang out with people who have the same sort of values and interests as you, and those people happen to be a few years older than you. Yeah. Um, I mean, th there are absolutely yeah. ways to do it and it not be weird. This is done in a weird... This is a weird way. Yeah. But I guess it's supposed to be weird. Like, he wouldn't have much growth if he started out being a decent person. 100%. I just I just, I don't so think his ending point... Dick. Is that great either? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, he does actually like apologize, like tr like really apologize to them, and admit yeah. that it was all his fault, which a lot of men cannot do well into their thirties and forties. Oh, what you're talking about? Yeah, men <laughs> cannot be wrong. <laughs> how, dare um, how, how dare you make that assertion with which... zero evidence? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, he does have growth. And I guess Ramona sort of choosing to walk away and then not, like, like taking him back, but only when he, yeah. It, like, she, her growth is that she does stop doting on him, I guess. But it is, it's short-lived because yeah. as soon as he's, like, yeah. chases after her, she's like, oh, okay. But it's, like, she has to really know that he wants to be with her. Yeah, like, like she the, was, the end she point was of prepared the film. to walk yeah. away. Yeah, because the end point is basically just like, look, we've both grown up a bit. Let's kind of start from scratch in a way and try and have an actual. Yeah, because like, she, she's like, I don't want to be here, and he's from... like, okay, I'll, I'll come with you if you want me to come with you. Yeah. Um, which is very grown yeah. up, actually. <laughs> that idea of like actually you mo literally moving on as well as figuratively. Hmm. Because you see at the start as well, like he's like, "Oh yeah, I live here now." Oh, where did you grow up? And it's like across the road. 
Yeah, like literally yeah. up the road. Yeah, that's also like quite a big step. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think, Mikey, that you're too harsh on this film. I don't think it's really that bad. Um, I think. Do you I, not, I mean, is if it you're Michael going Sarah? into something hating it in the like, no, like, <laughs> I, I've I've found that before a couple of times where I've gone into a movie being like, oh, this is going to be bad, and then I know I actively then have a worse time than I just went. If I, I went, went into in a, this like, movie a fine though. I wasn't like, yeah, oh, I'm going to yeah. hate this film. I was, like, I was like, I know I didn't remember not liking it, but like, I don't I I remember people yeah. complaining about it, but very much in that like. It's not as good as uh, the books. It's not as good as the books, um, and like that that book snob way, yeah, or like um, or comic book snob way, which is, is is quite a wild thing to think of now, where people used to care yeah, about what comic books. Said. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Well, um, also... actually, Spider Man's girlfriend does this instead Ugh. of this, and she was going to that. So um, you said that like that like doesn't totally rubbish. You said that like that doesn't exist anymore. It's Way worse now, yeah. Because now they're actually making now. films about comic books regularly. Yeah, almost. Remember too much? when it was nice that they were just you know casting whoever and not having all the fan cast be well. This person looks like this person, so therefore they have to be them. Yeah, like, doesn't no. actually. Exactly, oh, it's wild. I I just think another reason I don't like this film, and I remember not liking it. Is because I don't like this film. I don't like the style. I don't like the writing. I don't like. Don't get on with it. Is it everyone the around me. Writiness of it, or I think it's a yeah. It's his. I, I don't in general like his editing style. Yeah. Most of the like ninety percent. Very of the much time. a style. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't get because I really like it. Like... I've liked. I like the Edgar Wright motifs that you get in all of his. Yeah. Um, like his, just, yeah. yeah his like in the same scenes. way. Um, a lot of people don't. He's that guy that does everything symmetrical. Oh, um... I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, Grand <laughs> so... Budapest Hotel guy. I don't think I've ever seen a single oh, Wes Anderson. one of his movies. Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson, yeah. Like a lot of I've not don't... seen a single Wes Anderson movie, and I feel like I should because there's a lot that actually seem good. <laughs> like, a, a lot of people don't get on with his style. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like wait, no, I've seen are... Fantastic Mr. Fox. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> like, the films are good, but if you don't get on with his style, you can't enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love Wes Anderson films, and I, I think that's the exact same thing I have for... Edgar Wright, where it's like the films can be great, <laughs> but I well, just I can't feel unapologi- do it. Actually, yeah, that sounds like Tom me with Cruise, anime. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've all got them. Yeah, that's me with anime for sure. Where I'm like, yeah, it might might be good, but I'm just I just don't enjoy oh, anime. <laughs> my 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 anger with anime is mostly the the like issues with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a lot of it. No, that's that called it. Manga. Just happy to ignore. <laughs> I will not get into. <laughs> okay, let's not get into that. I feel like the rating for this one is going to be a very interesting one. So yeah, I like just... it less for having talked about it, <laughs> and I probably had to think about. I feel like this is a good surface level film, where yeah, you should pay attention to the plot as much as you would any other it. comic book. Because yeah. graphic novel, let's be real, it's a comic book. It's just a long yeah. one. It's, a it's just a slightly longer comic one. Yeah. Book. It's a couple comic books shoved together. It's like saying you live in an apartment. It's a flat grow up. We are all against. We are anti. We are anti graphic novel in this house, in the house of Hilton Bard. It's are, just big comic. Call them comic books. They have but it's more. I just don't see it as like insulting. Yeah. To call it a comic, like I don't see the term comic. 
No, uh, it's to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be any... someone who's written some, yeah, who cares? <laughs> You've written comic books, have you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not graphic novels. <laughs> no, they're not long enough to be a graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. I well, I read a really weird graphic novel. Um, they exist. No, it was for for school. Um, oh. Because my mum, I I ordered it off Amazon of my mum's Amazon account. Um, I needed a copy of the. I thought it was a copy of the book. Um, hmm. and it wasn't. It was the graphic novel version of um about i think it was about the like a jewish boy in world war Two in france oh so yeah weird premise for a comic comic book, book. Yeah. yeah but i say that this is comic-y in the it's got like the pal and the and like the fighting and the motifs yeah. and stuff it's, of comics yeah yeah it's like rather than like a story that happens to be essentially like a graphic novel is more like a, a story that's illustrated. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I remember like seeing the trailers for this and like loving the idea of that kind of look of it all. I also remember watching the trailer for the first time um via the Philip DeFranco show, which was a big YouTube thing when I was younger. Yeah. Um yeah. Was he that the equals the three era. guy? I I don't know, my YouTube no. is not too sure. I he I I, I That was Ray I William Johnson. He... Yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah. They're all the same. Yeah. I think there. Philip Franco still Love still him. does his show. He's, he does. He yeah. still does his news show. Yeah. His daily good. news show. So he's yeah. not he seems canceled. very good at he seems no. no, he seems very good at being neutral and calling out people who have as well. Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't know. A little alarm bells always go off if we ever bring up um <laughs> old YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a danger. It's like it's like British TV presenters from the 70s and 80s. You're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Careful who you talk about. Spin the wheel and it lands on pedophile. <laughs> oh, yeah, the nonce Pro- wheel. Yeah. Every word is pedophile on the wheel. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And it's always disappointing. Yeah. You just go, oh. Yeah, so you guys, because yeah, my it was rough being a fan be... of YouTube boys, like British yeah. YouTube boys, as a young oh, British girl. Yeah, I mean they'd have loved you though. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I depends if you were. Them. That's it depends great. how old. Mm. How old you were at the thankfully, time? Thankfully, thankfully not no. quite old enough. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder I wonder why like some younger teenage girls watching YouTube would look up to these slightly older boys who seem really cool. <laughs> why do I they're making YouTube videos? <laughs> Writing songs about Doctor Who. What was that? Helena, do you want to go first? Yeah, you I feel like go. you're going to be a good middle ground for rating, so. Uh yeah, this was a solid 6 for me. Like it's I, I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Didn't didn't actually until discussing it with Mikey have many problems with it. Hmm. Um, hmm. Enjoyed watching it as an adult versus watching it as a teenager because I didn't think I didn't think he was cool, and I also didn't think Ramona was particularly cool either. The only person I thought was cool was um, Alison Brie, not Alison Brie. What's her name? Brie Larson. Yeah, she was the like and the drummer um, Alison Pill. Yeah, she's they great. They a lot of my boxes. But um, oh, and Anna Kendrick, why not? Like, you know, let's be real. <laughs> like, but yeah, like I, I wasn't, I didn't think that anyone in this film was really, really cool. 
Whereas I think as a teenager, I definitely did. Yeah. So I have grown in that respect. But yeah, it was still fun. And like, I I enjoyed all the comic book references and all the um like, uh, like geeky, nerdy references that are sort of scattered throughout it. It kind of, yeah, it was entertaining. And it's a silly premise with silly acting and it's all over the top and doesn't take itself seriously. So, yeah. Six. If it was on TV, would probably watch it. It wasn't on... Yeah, uh, yeah, this also fell into the the famous um, hail of that movie curse of having been on Netflix right up until the week we decided to do it. Yeah, exactly. Even more annoying considering, I guess because they've just put out the animated show, they want you to watch that instead. But yeah, that was kind of annoying because it has literally been on Netflix forever. It was on. It was still available on American Netflix, so you know. Yeah, was oh, fair enough. Easy fix. We're not sponsored though, so you're not allowed to tell us how. I used a VPN, <laughs> a non-specific one. VPN. <laughs> Please sponsor us, non-specific VPN. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, the problem with this film is it came out when I was 17 and I thought it was fucking awesome at the time. And yeah, like, I've I've definitely watched it a lot. Like I say, this was... F- for a while, I'd have been like, yeah, this is my favourite movie. And yeah, I'd have watched it a lot. I think I had the soundtrack on my iPod as well, because I was that cool. Well, honestly, like, I think the soundtrack is one of the better things about this film. Yeah, yeah, I do like the songs in this, yeah. Like, see, in my heart, I want to say it's a 10, but I know it's not. <laughs> so, the power of self-respect, it's a 9. <laughs> like, I know it, I know it's not a perfect movie. I know it's got flaws, but I still really like it. Okay, and Mikey? Uh, 2. <laughs> Ooh. This two. Low. I think this two is, uh, like, the most... Controversial. controversial. <laughs> like even even when we watched Evolution, it was too loved, too hated. This one we've got love, hate, middle. It's fine. <laughs> I guess we need that. We need that fourth voice to see if the deciding vote. I guess. Yeah. I. It's not my favorite Edgar Wright film by like any stretch. Oh no. But yeah, I I enjoyed it and I enjoyed his touch. On yeah. It. His like. His director's flair, artistic flair to it, I thought added to it. I'm just staring at the, um, I've got the Evil X's, um, like some of the promotional stuff, and it's got all the numbered, and it is um, Chris Evans, but I just, his eyebrows in this are so ridiculous, (laughs) and it's fantastic, because I like, there's, there's somewhere out there in the multiverse is the alternate reality where that is how Captain America looks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is um, right smack bang in the middle of the era of Chris Evans doing loads of comic book movies before settling a one, because, I mean, we've done a few of them already, because we've, we've done mm-hmm. Fantastic Four and Push, technically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next week is one as well. <laughs> um, oh, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I guess with Sorry. that, I've been down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think... You're still talking to us, Mikey? Yeah, I just I don't have much else to say on this film. No, I don't really care about your opinions on it. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. I just I don't have much else to say on this film that isn't it's bad. <laughs> I just 
fundamentally <laughs> dislike this film. Yeah. Cool. I don't it value is. your opinion either, Mikey. It's fine. You're not one of my close friends. <laughs> it's irrelevant. If I if I fundamentally don't like a film, it doesn't matter if you like the film. Yeah, I think if we really cared about each other's opinions, this show would have ended a long time ago. We would be nicer to each other. <laughs> We don't try and convince each other that, like, my opinion is better. We just state our opinions. Exactly. We're, you know, we've all fought for our our sides. We all make horrific film mistakes. Some people like Scott Pilgrim. (laughs) (laughs) Some people don't like The Black Cauldron. Do I hold it against you guys? Constantly. And some people still have their little letter that says Push is bad. Stop talking (laughs) about it. Yeah, I can't wait haven't for us to... talking about those films. Yeah, I can't wait for us to get to the point where we start going through the old ones again. Oh, <laughs> like... so well, I just bad. think as we get older, we can. <laughs> there's, there's like the films we liked. It we'll be doing. Oh yeah, I love that when I was like twenty. Um, that's uh, yeah. That's the beauty <laughs> of this podcast is it can go on forever. Yeah, yeah we yes. will keep getting older. Entropy comes for us all. Anyway, <laughs> I have been Michael. <laughs> See? It's coming for us now. Oh, oh man. Uh, I've been Helena. <laughs> <laughs> well... While we're still around, you can find us on social media at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well. If you want to come in here, tell us what you think of Scott Pilgrim. Because yeah, this has been a really divisive one. So surprisingly, yeah. Are you yeah. team Dan? Are you team Mikey? Or are you in the middle? Or yeah. do you not care? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or have you not seen it? <laughs> Uh, we also have a Patreon if you would like to support the show. Um, helps us keep going. Helps us um, find the movies when they disappear off Netflix. Um, yeah. But We've got to pay for that what VPN we... because they haven't sponsored us yet. Exactly. They they should sponsor us. Especially when there's less podcasters left because I assume that for the Patreon we've got to beat up seven of them. Honestly, my, my brain melted watching this film. I haven't... <laughs> can't think of a way I can't think of a Patreon thing We're gonna beat up those old Nazi YouTubers How about we do a movie adaptation of your books, of your um, comic strips I mean that'd be nice, I'd have to finish getting them out first <laughs> The funding for it, oh we could Yeah that's what the Patreon's for Do it in that style, I'll be fine No we should, we should fight Nonsense <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fight nonsense and make a comic book movie that I wrote. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs>